Hey everyone, welcome to But That's Just My Opinion, the podcast hosted by me, Matt Lantrip, and me, Dave Navarro, where we interview people about any opinion they have on any topic of their choice. So lucky listeners, guess what? You get me and David alone again <laughs> this week and next week, so be prepared. Yeah, we got some uh, some special some special work coming up. I'm doing... So pretty much I'm in sweeps for work right now, right. so I have zero time to do anything. Uh, so we're just having to bang these out. <laughs> so Matt's in what you might call the grind house, effectively. Um, yeah. But once summer hits, oh, well, it will be oh, spectacular. Yeah. It's going to go off. It's going to pop off. I'm going to try something new this week. I'm trying podcast voice. Ooh, podcast voice. So Matt, that way you don't spike. Yeah, Matt keeps complaining about my volumes just popping off because I keep yelling into the microphone. Um, so I'm going to try and tone it down this week. It's like in between a library voice and your outside voice so it'd just be called your inside voice oh yeah yeah, yeah. No, you no, no, know like, like appropriate you. talking voices yeah right i don't understand that because i don't understand social constructs like that, good point we've talked about this yeah. before what am i saying um in our david is a freak episode so so today we're so talking we're talking hype versus reality just like how we're hyping up our summer programming list um the summer of opinion the summer of opinion this summer 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 at the megadome <laughs> um <laughs> or matt's apartment or david's apartment whichever one or the like. megadome you don't know we could be booking the megadome for podcasts in july who knows you mean the parking lot outside the megadome <laughs> uh that counts as the megadome doesn't it no because Partially. we're probably gonna go see something and then just do it in our car on the way there that'd actually be kind of cool that'd be dope to do like a megadome parking lot because we could say this week from the Megadome, and then like we can just do it on the way right. out of a concert. Yeah, we could. Um, so, <laughs> Megadome, right, back on Megadome discussions aside, uh, so guys, that's all. Hype. Did we already and the reality is super bad. Yes, you did. Re- you did introduce. Oh, I did it. say hype versus reality. reality. Okay, so that's what we're talking about this week. Um, plenty of things out there. Yeah, movies. So, so this games, inspired me. All that. I was inspired uh, yesterday. Um, by something. I can't remember what now, but I, I immediately started thinking of like all the things that were hyped up. Oh, you know what? It was Halo uh, 6. Um, there was an announcement from Microsoft saying that Halo 6 will not be at E3, uh, which automatically starts the hype of like, well, what is Microsoft announcing? Because they, they have announced that they're announcing something big at E3, um, which fucking news break. It's E3. It's going to be fucking big. That's, uh, that's what E3 is for. And then really disappointing. Yeah, I mean, E3 is, it's it's the hype machines, like, you know, V6. Like, it's like the main driving force between, you know, I'm going to upgrade that thing. It's a V12. It's a big, you know, actually, it's the W12 that's in the Bugatti. It's that big old, too big of an engine to fit into a single car, uh, thousand horsepower hype It's Comic-Con for video games. Yeah, except with a lot more promises, and then every once in a while, um, I don't know if this happens anymore, but Peter, Peter Molyneux comes on and just says some shit that is not going to happen. Uh, so we're talking about hype today. Uh, I immediately started running through all the ideas of like, okay, what has been hyped up too hard? And like no man's sky came to mind. Yeah. That game, <clears throat> I never played it, but I heard, uh-huh. I saw everyone who did and they're like first 20 minutes. This is awesome. Three hours later, there's nothing to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, just absolute garbage. And like the hype train for that game was like, you can play in a universe and do anything you want. And then nothing came of it. And then same thing with like, uh, uh, the last halo to come out when three four three picked up the halo uh franchise and it was just like hey new halo coming out and it's just like oh this is garbage Wait, halo 5 yeah halo 5 halo oh. 4 even just like oh halo 4 is all right halo 5 was pretty pretty I thought bungie stopped making them yeah bungie passed it off to three four three huh 
which is like the small. Anytime that happens, you know it's bad. Yeah, because then Bungie went on to do uh, Destiny, another hype train fail. Uh, it got well. Here's the thing. Yeah, it got picked up like after like the third expansion when they figured out how to make a fucking video game again. Oh, gotcha. And when they started in like influxing humor, but I spent sixty dollars on a video game that had nothing in it. That like was basically one raid. Well, welcome to most games now, where you have to buy the DLC and spend two hundred dollars to get the full game. Yeah, it's like here's Call of Duty coming out. It's gonna be sixty dollars plus two hundred dollars season pass, and then in a Is year, it really it's two hundred dollars. No, I mean it's not that bad, but in a year, it's it's gone. It's not the current Call of Duty anymore. It's just like it's like Madden. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, luckily, Madden, unless you get in the mutt, you're not gonna spend spend too much money. No, I mean, that's the good thing about Madden. They do the living... I mean, if you had to pay to get living rosters, no one would buy that game. Right. So they update it every couple of years and, and keep releasing it every year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the hype machine is a dangerous, dangerous machine. And also, it's one of those things that, like, the hype machine's kind of a big tool for me to, to weed out what's going to be good and what's going to be bad. Like, if I if I look at a hype machine and I'm not seeing gameplay, I'm seeing promises, or if I look at a hype machine and I'm seeing, like, billboards and, like... You know, Seven Eleven. Uh, you know, whatever they do with yeah, with well, their products. So like, for instance, when when The Simpsons came out, granted The Simpsons was great, but when Simpsons took over all the Seven Elevens and made them Quickie Marts. Oh, for the movie, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh man, hype monsters real here. Like, it might not be a good movie because well, yeah, yeah, because it's. I mean, it's only like the biggest animated show in the world. Yeah, I mean that turned out. I mean, granted, The Simpsons didn't have to do much marketing to do the as much money as they did. It was a good movie and it, it sold well. And that was it's just a bunch of marketing people having fun. Yeah, and like I think they did it right, but like I see so often like Transformers, every time Transformers comes out, everything turns into Transformers. Like I see it on the side of buses, I see it on like the Xbox commercials, I see it they, you know, everywhere. They shot Mountain some Dew. of the they shot like reshoots and part of the last one right outside my building at work. Oh, that must have been fun to watch. Uh, we weren't allowed to watch it even. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um but like every time I see the hype train rolling, all I can think is, uh, this is it's gonna be bad. And it's like, is marketing for bad products like its own business now? Because you have to be really good to like make bad movies do well, um, right? I mean, like, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, think about one that one that I could say defies all that was mm-hmm. Deadpool. The marketing for that was everywhere. It was really right. creative. It saw it promised all this stuff, right? Right. But the movie actually delivered. Right, but hold on. But remember what started the hype train on that? No. It was the quote-unquote leaked uh, teaser, which is oh, Deadpool yeah. jumping off the thing and fucking everybody up in the truck. and Which pretty much became the uh, Yeah, became the opening freeways. sequence. Right, yeah. but like that leaked trailer is what started the hype train. It wasn't technically leaked. Ryan Reynolds made it, put it out online, right. called it leaked, and then Fox went, oh, we should do this. Exactly. So it's one of those things of like, again, going back to like what what... What do I look at during a hype train? So you're saying like we already had gameplay. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I already got a glimpse of what a Ryan Reynolds live action Deadpool is going to look like. Yeah. Sign me up for the rest of it. We had gameplay versus cutscenes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, hey, the new Madden cutscenes are out. Have you seen it? The new Madden trailer with Tom Brady's chicken arms. Have you seen that? No. There's a huge glaring issue with uh, Tom Brady's character model, the cover athlete in the character. The goat edition. The goat edition. Yeah. Okay. So Tom Brady, if you watch his trailer, when he comes out right where his elbow hits, it's like if his arm is the size of a Tom Brady arm, his elbow is about the size of like a toddler's elbow. (laughs) It just like it slims down so ridiculously and then comes back up to like his forearm size. That's weird. 
Yeah, it looks like his his uh, well, elbow is wearing a corset. It's EAA. I mean, what else do you expect? Yeah, I mean, like, and so right now for me, the hype train real bad on New Madden. They keep talking about like, oh, it's on Frostbite this year, and it's like, so what? Like, Frostbite's a great engine for like Battlefield. Are you gonna make it a good engine for football? Because the best engine for football already came out. Just no one made a football game for it except for the people who made the engine. Yeah, what, remember wait, Backbreakers? What? No, Backbreakers was a few years ago. And they came out and they had fully articulated uh, character models that had like actual physics and like ragdoll physics. Oh, wow. And so when they were like throwing a block, they it would actually articulate into their shoulders and their wrists and like how the strength of like the character would like determine how well their block is being held. And if they got beaten, you would see their, their you know, their skeletal structure like, you know, shudder and then someone get by them. And it was like all physics based football game. And then Backbreakers was the only people to make a football game for it. And it failed. It didn't do very well at all. Yeah, because when it comes to football and stuff like that, yeah, cause people if it did, want... Because they couldn't do NFL and yeah. because EA has a monopoly on it. Yeah. And that's... Uh, yeah. And just... I mean, it's EA. You can't expect anything good coming out of there, really. Yeah, I mean, the best... They put fo- out the most broken games ever. The, still to this day, the best football game I've ever played outside of the NCAA series, which was a EA, and I'll give them that. They always made a really good NCAA game. NCAA 14, I'm still in love with... I'll, I have a PS3 literally just to play it. But the best football game ever was two K two K five, was the last two K. I forgot two K made. They used to make great football games. Two K five for the Xbox or Xbox original was one of my favorite games of all time. But anyway, so like EA is like the master of the hype train, right? I mean, like everything they put out, like yeah. Battlefront hype train. There are you know then they hype train every single one of their sports games every year. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest problem is putting out a new game every single year and expecting something to be yeah, radically you different. You have to keep a hype train going. Yeah. Otherwise, what do you do? Otherwise, you know? it's just updated rosters, and it's like, how do you constantly improve on something that's so simple? Oh, well, what Madden or what Madden does is they remove features and then add them back in. Oh, years that's later absolutely garbage. Yeah, but it's been happening for years. I mean, this is why there was a class action lawsuit against them. Did you see that a few years ago? Oh, yeah, about calling something new or whatever. Yeah, so pretty much there was a class action lawsuit where if you bought multiple versions of the game between like this five year span, uh-huh. um, like, I think it was like between 2004 and like 2009, right? If you had bought it um, in two different, two different versions, two mm-hmm. different years of that, then you were entitled to your money back. Because it was it was the same game. Because it was essential. They they're like uh-huh. this is pretty much the exact same game except updated rosters. This is absolutely insane. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and that's why they started going into overdrive about look at all the new features. Right. So every single year, if if I pick up Madden 17 right now, which I've had for a year now, and I were to put it in, and I were to start a new franchise, there's a cutscene every time you start a new franchise telling you all the new features, and there's a scripted tutorial every single time telling you how to play the new game yeah. it's like dude i have like 19 franchises can you please stop telling me how to scout how to scout like i've done it 19 times new madden 18 guess what you can skip that now oh can you i don't know yeah, I'm i mean saying, probably yeah i'm just assuming that all their new market. feature we can skip anything <laughs> yeah pretty much skip load scenes play the game now but yeah, I mean that'd actually be real nice. That would be, but also <laughs> not possible. Like, how would you skip a load screen? Just like, oh, you don't have to load the game. Actually, there is a game that you can skip a load screen. It's called, uh, well, it's XCOM Two. XCOM Two. Um, they forgot to to stop debugging something or to, like pull a debug function out, 
And so when you're coming back from a mission during that load screen, it's all animated. But you can press caps lock to stop the animation, and it speeds up the the load time because it's not also loading an animation, and it just oh. immediately loads the next screen. Oh, that's great! Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. And yeah. then I'm sure they figured that out and like, no, they left it. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're probably like, hey, everyone, just do this, and it loads fast. Yeah, exactly. It's it's brilliant. Anyway, so back to the hype machine. Um, so for instance. That's some hype I can yeah. get on, skipping load skipping screens. Skipping load screens, absolutely. Where was I? We were talking about Simpsons. We were talking no, about... we were talking about Deadpool. Deadpool. Oh, right. Back so, to movie hype trains. Yeah, so, I mean, I want to talk about Deadpool, though, because I think that movie had so much hype, and it actually lived up. That's one of the few expectations, I think, that we've seen recently. Right, but it was also an organic hype. I mean, you look at that hype train, and, and what was it? It was comic book fans who were saying, oh, my God, Ryan Reynolds is making a Deadpool movie. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think there's a lot of non-comic book fans who didn't see that test footage. Yeah, who also I think probably didn't lot... take part in the hype. No, that they did. You think? Yeah, I think there's a lot of fans who did not see that test footage, but saw, but kind of knew who Deadpool was, and from mm. all the trailers and all the, and all the, um, and let the hype train take them. Yeah, like that. Remember those billboards that were around with the like emojis? Oh yeah, like that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you know, you had him in like the sexy pose, like on yeah. the bearskin rug and stuff. So this thing had a hype train. Everyone was talking about it. I don't know whether you read or not. I didn't know yeah. anyone who wasn't talking about it. And it lived up. Yeah. But again, I think I think that's an organic hype train. I mean, like, in the same way that, like, uh, fantasy football... Well, I mean, that was all marketing that got it hyped. Well, no. I'm still... I still think the original hype train... Star, or the hype train started with that test footage. Without the test footage, there is no hype train. There okay. is no comic book hype train behind it, which kills the rest of the hype train. Like, where was the hype train for Doctor Strange? Well, that's because people are just kind of tired of Marvel. Right? And even comic book fans are like, they're making a Doctor Strange movie? Uh, all right like yeah. i guess that's cool like, i mean just we all know where you're ending up so yeah, every movie, I mean, see that's the problem marvel should never release their schedule oh yeah that was a bad move they they've been doing it for years but hype train hype train but we're releasing next one's gonna be doctor strange oh that's interesting i wonder right. where that can lead to well hey, guys to guess what we well that's the yeah. point we've known infinity war since the beginning of the phase and it just kills mm-hmm. the hype for everything else because if you see the end goal you're just like i just want to go to the end goal yeah but then you have like the hype train for like Guardians of galaxy 2 well that was only built because the first one was so good. oh absolutely and the first one was there a hype train for guardians of galaxy one um there was a small amount and then they started doing um they did this thing where you could go and I, Carly and I did it. We went to the IMAX and they showed mm-hmm. you like 15 minutes of the film. Oh yeah, yeah. I did one of those. You got a special poster and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we went to that and those things were packed. Oh yeah, absolutely. There was, there was a, a lot of, ours. yeah. And so those things actually got really packed by a bunch of the comic book fans and then word just spread like, you know, everyone's like, oh, this trailer looks real funny. And then people actually went and saw footage and that just blew up. Oh, and right. That's what caused it to well, do so. That's well. an organic hype train. Yeah. No, that was a that's much more fans telling fans. Yeah. Right? That was much more organic. Uh huh. I mean, I'm talking like bad uh, hype trains are stuff like Smurf posters when they like when a new well, Smurf just, movie comes out just, on every billboard, see, every bus. I don't think that's a hype, though. A hype. No, means people is. have to be actually talking about it, but without knowledge of what it actually is. But I think I think there was a definitely especially with bad movies like the Smurfs. Who's I, talking about the Smurfs? Besides turn, turn on you? daytime television. And it's going to I mean, not currently but when smurfs is coming out it was like an every news radio program and like because not, they're getting paid to talk oh about absolutely it. which is not an organic hype train but like all of a sudden it gets put out there just everyone's it's on your mind you know it gets oh, put out everywhere see i think hype is something that 
people would talk about in their casual conversations. The Smurfs we would only talk about in an ironic form or to bash it. All right, I guess that's fair. All right, we'll cut we'll cut Smurfs from that list of of bad hype trains. Yeah. Um, you know, but like something like I'm trying to think. Uh, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a bad hype train. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Everyone was kind of iffy on it, but everyone was talking about it. Everyone's like, "Dude, we finally get Batman and Superman in a movie, and Wonder Woman's going to be there." You got the, you know, you got the. I mean, whole, even Kevin Smith Trinity. was a part of that. Was a part of that hype yeah, train. Yeah, exactly. So there was that was a hype train mm-hmm. that let everyone down. Yeah, and and really the the tell all for that was the fact that we had we had a bad movie that led into it. That like the first Superman oh, yeah. movie I was mean, hot any, garbage. Anyone who knew what they were. You know, anyone who yeah. studies film knew that there was no even, way this even was going to be. Even if study film, just like active moviegoers who were like conscious of what they're digesting in film could look at it and be like, oh yeah, they, they're basing this off of a bad movie. Like, why would yeah. they do that? In the same way that like uh, when when they did Suicide Squad, they're like, oh yeah, Suicide Squad had a Su- huge, there we go. Well, that's yeah, a hype I mean, train. That's a, that's a huge, and a recent hype train too, but also when you look at that hype train, it started off and Suicide Squad was announced, hype train began. Yeah. And I feel like the marketing team couldn't keep up with, and probably the production of the movie couldn't keep up with the hype train. Well, they actually had to go back. They did. They, they shot this right outside my building. Mm-hmm. They did the two weeks of reshoots outside my building to make it a little lighter in tone. Yeah. Because I'm, the response to the trailer was so big that they're like, crap, most of the movie isn't like this. We need to go back and make it a little... They didn't change plot points, but they made the tone lighter. Well, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. So the first uh, the first poster for that movie was like gunmetal black. And then like the second poster for it was like a little bit of like neon. And by the time they had the third like run of marketing coming out... That was when it was like all neon colors and smiley faces and just fucking like way over the top hype. And it was just like, what? what is this movie? Because at yeah. first I was being told that it was like a gritty villain movie. And I was excited for that because I was like, oh my God, they're doing like a Harley Quinn Suicide Squad fucking like pedal to the metal. Oh, don't worry. Harley Quinn's getting her own movie. Yeah, because of course she fucking is. Like, because that's going to be based off of a bad fucking series already. Like, why would you do that? Why would you? Why would you take a bad series that flopped, that did really poorly and then like... Uh, we're gonna make another one because they're the trying thing. to rival Marvel. I mean, the first. One, I mean, instead of seeing the Suicide Squad movie, we should have seen a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, featuring Suicide Squad would have been fine. But that or like been at the Harley end, it, at the end is when she gets arrested, and that's when they introduce the Suicide Squad. Yeah, exactly. Like, that would be kind of cool. And then like she has to break out of Arkham Asylum or whatever with the Suicide Squad. I would have done if I was doing a Harley Quinn movie today. I would have done Harley Quinn uses the Suicide Squad to get to Joker so that she can kill Joker because she's like pissed off at Joker. All to like have this, you know, this twist at the end that she was using Suicide Squad to get her to Joker so she could break Joker out. That would be my play. I think you could. I think it'd be hard to involve as many people. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is, but this is a whole different topic. This is a whole rewrite. In a movie. Yeah, I mean, but but Suicide Squad's hot garbage, and, and I still haven't seen it. Big blue beam in the sky villain. It's another. It's I think it's green this time. I think the the beam into the sky is green. But it's like how many movies can we do? A big fucking beam into the sky. Yeah, like, like who was the last one? Uh, X Men uh, Apocalypse. Oh, did I it. didn't see that. Um, Apocalypse. Avengers well, Apocalypse did that. was an actual person, right? But there was a big blue beam in the sky for, oh. for that movie. Oh, and then Avengers: Age of Ultron had the thing Avengers, lifting it off. Yeah, Avengers, Avengers one had the big blue beam in the sky. Avengers oh, yeah. two, Thor two had the big red beam into the sky. 
Yeah, the uh, portals. At yeah. least there was portals. Yeah, but I mean, like every every superhero movie is a big blue beam in the sky, and it's and, it's gonna kill everyone. Well, like, and now every movie in space for Marvel is just whatever of the galaxy, because you got Guardians of the Galaxy and then the Asgardians Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, but here's the thing, and this is why I'm I'm totally buying into the hype train for Asgardians of the Galaxy. This actually looks solid. I'm one and of the few looks, people who actually really enjoy the Thor movies. Thor I, two was garbage. I enjoyed it. It's it's real man. And here's the thing. I'm a huge and and I hope well she's going to listen to this. My girlfriend is definitely going to listen to this. I love Cat Dennings. Like Cat Dennings is one of my favorite actors. Oh, I know. You this has been a thing for a long time. Oh yeah, I have a huge celebrity crush on Cat Dennings. But yeah, I think I think Thor 3 uh, as Guardians of the Galaxy is actually be super solid. And there's a handful of reasons why I think this. I think one, the hype train isn't really there as much as it's just like, hey, there's some trailers coming out. Like, hey, we're getting glimpses of it. But, like, the hype train isn't like, oh, my God, Thor 3 is going to be, like, a return to form amazing. I think it will be, though. Like, I think this if it is... captures, like, the fun tone of the first one, definitely. Well, here's here's what I think. I think Marvel realized after that dip in, like, the middle of, uh, middle of their franchise... Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Matt just brought up the word art uh, image of like how they made the Ragnarok logo, and it's it's yeah, it's 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 straight out of the nineties, straight out of the nineties. But like, here's the thing: I think that's highly stylized, and I think that after that middle bit with like Doctor Strange and Ant Man, where they realize, oh, we're not making good movies anymore. Why is that? Oh, because we stop making stylized movies that fit in with their friend with the the character. Like when they cut Edgar Wright, I think they lost so much from Ant Man. And I think Ant-Man lost out on having an Edgar Wright movie be made around him. Yeah. I mean, I've talked to some people, uh, you know, who followed it closely. Mm -hmm. I was definitely on that, you know, Edgar over Disney train. I was definitely on that team. Right. You know, I think most, I think most of the film nerds are on the Edgar Wright over Uh Disney train on that one. Which, which we all would be because we all, you know. Love Edgar Wright. We all love Edgar Wright. I mean, if you follow movies to, to a certain degree, you're going to love Edgar Wright. He's a great exactly. I mean, I got World's End stuff right up there. Yeah. I keep I'm, them over there, so I call them like the Watchers. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is, is I think when you look at Thor Ragnarok, what you're seeing in those trailers is highly stylized. Oh, totally. I mean, but you know who's uh, doing it, right? Who? Taika Waititi. Hmm. Have he, he's the guy who uh, he's Jermaine Clements, uh, writing and directing partner. Okay, from Flight of the Concords or dope. He's the guy with the glasses. That's, he also is the one who made What We Do in the Shadows. That's a decent person to have make this. Have movie. you seen that movie? Yeah, of course I have. Yeah, he's the he's the one who. Uh, yeah, 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 I know, you, I know the main guy. About yeah, 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 the like the tan skinny guy who yeah. ends up with like the old lady. That's it's it's an interesting play. I think what is really turning me on about this is they're doing a heavy metal play. It all is very stylized in the theme of heavy metal. Oh yeah, the old cart. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the animated uh, movie. Yeah, um, and also anytime you put Jeff Goldblum in something, I'm going to be like, that's that's up a little bit. Well, I mean, to a certain extent, like I do love Jeff Goldblum. Um, Jeff Goldblum was credited in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, well, do you know why? Right? Why? You see- was he cut? Because he's in the he's in the, he's in the, the end, credits in right. the credits yeah so okay. he must have popped up somewhere maybe either way like I I'm a big fan of this film like I think it's gonna be really solid I think they're gonna do this heavy metal feel to it and I think it's gonna be really stylized and really cool and I think they realized I think Marvel realized oh right making fun movies that directors and filmmakers want to make makes for a better film which makes us more money yeah like 
they, think, it finally worked. I yeah. think this is going to be a huge turn, especially for Disney products, where we're going to realize, oh, right, make a good film first and foremost. Yeah, that's the, I think that's the main problem with all this stuff. Everyone kind of realizes now, oh, they, this just has to tie in somehow. They don't right. let the movie stand on their own. And I think once you do that, that's when the movies gets good. That's why Guardians was so good because you got James Gunn yeah. on a big budget. You just let James Gunn make, make a, a James big Gunn movie. movie. Yeah, you and know, it was perfect. Joss Whedon, the first one, the first Avengers, you let him make a Joss Whedon movie, mm-hmm. and it worked. It did. And then you know, Avengers two, they uh, highly the executives had their hands in there highly, and it didn't wasn't a Joss Whedon movie, right? I mean, that's that's it's the same reason why like uh, Star Wars felt so generic because you let J.J. Abrams make a J.J. Abrams movie, and all he does is make generic. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like Ryan Johnson will have a definitely if they let Ryan Johnson make a Ryan Johnson movie, it's going to be interesting. Right. And I think on the flip side really quickly with Star Wars, I think this current Disney Star Wars franchise is sinking real quick. So we had our very generic episode 7 and then we had our very bad Rogue One with all the rewrites that it got and yeah, all the I know the people who I know people who really like Rogue One. Yeah, I know I, I, I was really, the biggest fan. I know a lot of people with a heartbeat um <laughs> I mean, yeah, Rogue One oh, is... Oh, just meaning it's Star Wars? No, like, Rogue One is is good if you sell out into the idea of, like, oh, it's a Star Wars product, I'm going to enjoy it. There are some elements of Rogue One that I really like. K2SO. K2SO is super dope. I really like uh, the brothers. Um, I thought they were great characters. Brothers? Maybe not brothers. The guy, no, the, the, the heavy machine gunner, the monk. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, yeah, they're just old war vets. I love those guys. I think they're great characters. I love their relationship. I love how their arc completes. I thought it was perfect. Yeah. I thought, uh, Jin, is that her name? Jin Erso. Yeah. I think she was hot garbage. I think oh, the yeah. pilot, as not... played by the Night of Dude, was garbage. Yeah. There was, the, um, like, they cast the worst people in the leads. Yeah. Maybe not the casting. I mean, even stuff like directing for those people, well, just they, garbage. They had one writing emotion for those the people. entire time. Yeah. Um, I think Forrest Whitaker, cool cameo, garbage, garbage, super, super Apparently, super you garbage. know what, you know, one of the rewrites was to write him out of the movie. Oh, uh, yeah, I believe it. I totally believe it because it looks like he's supposed to be a big part of that movie and he wasn't. Like, they just yeah. fucked up so much on that movie. And then you have, now we have this new trailer for uh, episode, episode eight. eight. And it's art, like within the day of it being released, people were already doing a frame by frame comparison of the first trailer for episode seven and the first trailer for episode eight. It's a beat for beat match well yeah because disney's gonna be like okay this will obviously just pump out a trailer that right yeah i mean that but by the same formula yeah that's like disney well here's the thing here's here's disney yeah see look at all the marvel trailers those are all the exact same not the exact same beat for beat they're close like they have a very similar feel but this is a frame for frame almost match of like the same shots being used and the whatever like i don't care I, that's why i don't watch trailers because trailers all are terrible all that's telling me is like episode eight has no effort put into it i don't think so i think no the marketing has no effort into it but if you're not even put the marketing like so you're not even working on your hype train how is your product gonna be because good? star wars doesn't need that big of a hype train then why even release a trailer good point i agree, I agree. don't release trailers dude if if Every Star Wars movie from now on just released was just the, was just like show. the main actor coming out and like it was just thirty second spots. Hey guys, I'm playing so and so in the new Star Wars movie. It's coming out this day. You're gonna love it. Everyone will go. Okay, yeah, we'll go see it. Okay, like, yeah. like it's not gonna be a problem. That's what if I was that big, that's what I would do. 
I would just be like, hey, guess what? There's a really cool new Star Wars movie coming out, and I, I'm in it. Go see it. I wouldn't even... Here's here's how I would handle it. If I was the marketing team for, for Disney, I'd take, hey, so you're giving us like $2 million for this little ad campaign? Pocket. Oh, you, think you know what? Do you think it's $2 million? Well, whatever it is. It's probably like $300 million. But like, okay, that $300 million? Pocket. This is what you're going to do, Disney. You're going to announce a date for that movie to come out. You're going to put up posters nope. that literally just say Star Wars. Nope. You're going to release a date. That's it. Yeah. You're going to let it sit. And then you know what's going to happen? People are going to lose their fucking minds. Yeah. People are going to be scratching at the doors to get into that theater. Yeah. Because it, you already have so much hype. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to do anything. And then no. like, yeah, you know what? Hey, someone leaked, you know, a 30 second Snapchat video of like what sets like. Good. Yeah. Don't shut it down. No. Don't give a fuck. No. Oh, hackers are saying that they're going to hold it over your head for $200 million, which is all of a sudden happening to everyone now. Uh, whatever. Don't give a fuck, Disney. Let them. Because here's the thing. Star Wars doesn't have to break a billion dollars at box office. It probably will, but it doesn't have to. Because Star Wars is no longer a, a box office Oh, it's it's product. all merchandise. Exactly. It makes every single ounce of so, money and, on merchandise. And don't sell any toys either. You know what happens? Day one, as that movie release releases, ship out to Walmart, Target, every single you know yeah. retail you have. Absolutely nothing comes out till that Friday. Yeah, that when that Friday hits, you unleash toys onto these these marketplaces and watch them get fucking just ravaged. Watch it's, a Walmart get burned to the ground over over not having enough Luke Skywalkers. It's it's the ice in the back of your cup, and you're tapping it. You're tapping it. Yeah, come on, come on, ice. <laughs> and then they're just like, nope, nope. And then finally that Friday mm-hmm. comes, and it just all the ice right in it your hits face right in your face and it goes up your nose and now you got a you got brain freeze through the nose yeah no but literally like give I, them brain free through the nose like star wars develops its own hype train just of like being star wars by being star wars but i mean obviously it had to create that reputation and and that you can't right. just do that with anything else you know no but like, like, if I mean, same thing with madden. Just, yeah like why is madden releasing a, a hype trailer like no, you don't need I a new never, madden never. you need to like release like in august yeah. show us like two hours of gameplay just be like hey this is the new madden it's coming out on thursday yep here we go yeah okay we're buying it okay people people who are buying the game already have it pre-ordered dude that's what kendrick did yeah i'm mean, like exactly exactly kendrick did that with his new album literally a week before he's like new album drops next week on friday yeah. everyone goes oh and the internet exploded it, i mean it exploded. literally that was all the marketing for it you didn't see a single thing and the next thing you know is everyone's talking about like there's a second album releasing on on, on easter. easter sunday and, like all these these theories coming out and when then they were supposed to be playing coachella and, and like, like by that following monday there was already articles about like little did you know kendrick lamar really did release a second album i still need yeah. to try it have okay yeah so have you done it yeah so for listeners who haven't who haven't heard this uh, there's this fan theory going around that Kendrick did release a second album uh, that same day, actually. And the idea is being that if you listen to that album in reverse, it takes on a new meaning. So the whole thing is... It, so the album is called Damn. And originally, right. the everyone was assuming that the second album would be called Nation. So the right. whole thing would read as Damnation, meaning like this overcoming of all these uh-huh. vices in the world and allowing, you know... And a lot of the which which made sense when you actually listen to the album too because right. he talks about how he he's yeah, been strained about, about you know death yeah he, I mean he's got like his his uncle talking about Deuteronomy on there uh-huh. you know I mean it opens up with him dying yeah exactly so I mean it's a very introspective album and it makes uh-huh. sense from someone you know like that 
And yeah, from so, someone whose biggest hit, like their blow up hit, was about being afraid of becoming an alcoholic. Yeah, <laughs> like that's great. Thank you. And that song, thank is, you, Modern America. Dude, that song bangs so hard. Dude, too. it does. A <laughs> swimming pool full of liquor. Dude, it's so love, much liquor. I love that song. Um, maybe I'll make that though. <laughs> I'd be okay with it. Um, get the hype train rolling for that song. Yeah. Again. So the whole album going forward, when you listen to it the regular way, it sounds like he he's realizing now with his fame he has all these vices and mm-hmm. he's trying to get back to his roots so you have like pride then humble you have lust then love and it's like right. in that specific order to say like here's where i'm at and here's where i need to be right and it's a very introspective album and it's a very cool concept and it you know and it ends with the with Duckworth. It, with with his which is his father and it's a mm-hmm. it's a true it's a 100 percent true story about his how his dad decided to be nice to this guy uh to this gang leader in his town because like right before he, his dad started working at this fast food place the gang leader like held up the place mm-hmm. so when the guy started coming into the shop his dad would give him extra biscuits and extra food and stuff right. so the guy's like all right i like this guy i don't want to do anything i'm not going to stick it up he's, he's checking right. out turns out 30 years later that's now kendrick's producer that thug right like that yeah, guy who decided his the guy his dad decided to be nice to is now his producer all by happenstance right that's how the album ends yeah but now if you listen to it in reverse it opens with that story and then it ends with his death, death. which is how it ends in the in so the, instead of starts and so instead of going from the vice to the virtue it goes from the virtue to the vice so you right. see him being corrupted yeah, and, and so even it, in the because even in the very opening track, mm-hmm. the first two lines is the first three lines is is it wickedness? Is it weakness? You decide. Right. So meaning like oh god, there's so much about that album. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and here's the thing, Kendrick released information about that album a week before it dropped because it's Kendrick Lamar. He's the biggest rapper in the world. He's selling out three nights at the Staples Center. Yeah, he doesn't have to do anything else. Like, I mean, it's the same thing. Like if. Uh, Kanye. Yeah, if Kanye wanted to release a new album, all I used to do is like announce it the day of. And he did. I mean, uh, Life of Pablo came out and then had to get taken down. Oh, no, he took it down himself. Right, he took it down. Because he like, was like, he wasn't happy with some of it and changed it. And, but it was like, that's, that's. I mean, hey, Kanye had like all the creative control he wanted to put it up and take it back yeah, down. Yeah, I mean, it was wanted. totally self-produced. Oh, absolutely. And it blew up. Like, it was one of those things like, hey, the new Kanye album's out and it just released. It, yeah. You know, those guys are getting it. And you know what? Here's the thing. Both those guys have a lot of creative control over the product. I mean, they understand, like, okay, this is all I have to do to to release my product, and this is how my fans are going to receive it when I do. They're going to enjoy it because I'm going to work really hard on it. Yeah. Disney doesn't get that. Disney's like, okay, so there's a very specific formula we have to follow leading up to release. So we're like, the teaser dropped in the same week that it did two years ago, and then the movie's coming out in the same week it did two years ago, in the same Christmas slot, and it's like, and the trailer's the same beat for beat, shot for shot, that it was two years ago. It's like... All we're doing is we're following the exact same steps that worked last time, and we're going to do it again and make the same amount of well, money. Well, because yeah, because that's the thing. Disney at this point goes: Is it cute? Is it family friendly? Is it a solid B, solid C to B? Right. I mean, it's because guess what? If it safe. is, those kids will buy everything. Right. But you know what? You know who's not doing that right now? Who? Pixar. Well, I mean. Pixar does seem to have a little more control over what they're doing. Absolutely. And Pixar gives fucks, dude. Like, yeah. Like, here, here's the thing. When Pixar, what is well, it? Well, I mean, that's because Pixar John Lasseter. movie every year or is it every other, every other year? I think it's every other year. I don't know when the last Pixar one was. I think Good Dinosaur is the last Pixar. 
Yeah, or no, it? Moana. Moana was Pixar. I thought wasn't that it? was the was that Pixar or was that just Disney? Uh, I'd have to look it up. Can you bring that up real quick? Yeah. Um, either way, I remember the Good Dinosaur came out. The Good Dinosaur had very little marketing for it, and like just came out good movie. Same thing with Up. Like, how much marketing did you see for Up? A lot. I mean, not like as much as you see with Star Wars. There wasn't toys coming out. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? Up, Up resonates way more with adults. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Up is a fantastic movie, and like, and Up gives fucks. Like, have you seen Up recently? Uh, not in like the past year, but ever. I, I just think about it and I cry. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, so in the beginning of that movie, in the first five minutes, in a children's movie, we deal with infertility, we deal with uh, rapid aging, and we deal with death. the death of a loved one. By the end of that movie, there's a whole scene that takes place at the cliffside where the house finally lands, where Fredrickson is walking through the house. The movie's silent, and it's an old man walking through his destroyed house, thinking about his wife and putting his chairs back together. And it's sad. And there's there's all this adventure that still has to happen. There's the you know he has to become the hero, but he's not. Like he's sitting in this room by himself, looking at old photos of his wife. That is like some adult sadness that we're watching. That's in a kids movie because like Pixar took their audience seriously and was like, no no no, kids can handle this. Kids will get it. Yeah. Like and and Up is one of the best movies of the last ten years or so. Like it's one of the greatest animated movies Pixar's ever released, and Pixar has released only amazing animated movies. Yeah, Up came out in two thousand nine. Yeah, wow. so within the last ten years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um. So last three. Well, they released two movies in two thousand fifteen. Was that the Inside year? Out Inside and Out Good out? Dinosaur? Yeah, Good Dinosaur got squashed by Inside Out, and Inside Out got robbed for not getting best oh, uh, that, picture dude if you don't cry at that movie you you're just is that out yeah <sighs> no, absolutely finding dory was their last one. Oh yeah finding dory just came out yeah last and year. now cars 3 is coming out i couldn't care yeah i mean cars I, cars is kind of like the black mark on they have two coming out this year they have another oh, wow. one called coco coco yeah see i've never heard of that nope the second coco gets released i mean inside out i had never heard of inside out until i was listening to a a, a uh it was like a week before it was released. I was listening to NPR and they were interviewing John Lasseter. And I was like, oh, John Lasseter's on NPR today. That's interesting. And I'm like listening to it and they're talking about this new movie. And I was like, oh, I haven't heard anything about this. I went and saw it that Thursday night opening release just because, yeah. oh, it's a new Pixar this week? Oh, yeah. Okay. I saw a lot of stuff for it. I didn't notice a single piece. Huh. But, you know, you and I live in different worlds. Like, I guess wrestling must have like had a lot of... Uh, <laughs> inside out. Yeah, inside out advertisements. No, 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 no. Um, I mean, it's the same audience, right? Like eight-year-olds. <laughs> I'm just gonna let it slide. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I I think I just followed. Pix- I follow Pixar pretty heavily. Okay. At least I used to. Oh, I know? don't. I don't. I mean, I love everything they release, but I and I trust yeah, I them. used I used to follow them pretty heavily. Like yeah. I have the whole DVD of all their shorts mm-hmm. and like all that type of stuff. I mean, I remember seeing the first trailer in theaters for Good Dinosaur and just penciling it in, just being like, okay, yeah, Good Dinosaur is coming yeah, out. Yeah, I I need to I need to see it. There's yeah, only it got, again, it got squashed by that release schedule. Yeah. Like it got it got dropped the same year as Inside Out later in the year, and then it got cru- they both got crushed. I, I by, felt like there was no marketing for the Good Dinosaur. No. I mean, again, Pixar doesn't market a ton. Yeah, I feel I, like that yeah. one needed it. I don't think so. I mean, it's still... it's Look look at how much a box office. I'm sure it still is I in the to. black. I'm certain it's in the black. Well, I'll tell you what. There is a hype train I'm already on for Pixar. Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing. Like, you're on the hype train... Well, no, for specific projects oh, like coming what? up. Cars 3? I didn't even see Cars 2. I don't like Cars. Yeah, Pixar is black was... mark. No, absolutely. So so what's your hype train for Pixar uh, right now? Two. There are two. 
Uh, one's in 2018. Which is? A little film directed by Brad Bird. Ooh. You may remember his first Pixar film mm-hmm. as The Incredibles. What is it? The Incredibles 2. Okay. Sure. Dude, I I love Brad Bird. I love The Incredibles. Love, 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 love Brad mm-hmm. Bird. And what's the other one? Um, Toy Story 4 in 2019. They're doing a Toy Story 4? Apparently. Wow. And they're going to, from what I've heard, they're going to focus on the new girl. Dope. I dig it. Hopefully it's not like Girl Meets World. So no. They got canceled already? Really? Yeah, Girl Meets World just got canceled. Just got canceled? I feel like that's actually been out for a while. Uh, I think it had like three or four seasons. Well, that's not bad. No, not at all. Two Broke Girls just got canceled. I heard. And, and then, then everyone online was like, oh, thank God. And then everyone was like, did you actually watch it? No. <laughs> it's Dude, it's real bad. Have you ever oh, seen an episode? I saw five minutes because it was on in like a doctor's office. Uh-huh. And I was just like. Yeah, all the oh. titles are thinly veiled sex jokes, which are kind of funny. It's all Two Broke Girls and. And it's like, hmm. So they're. Well, everyone's been trying to recreate that Friends thing. Yeah. Because the Friends was like. They're like, well, instead of coming up with episode titles, we know everyone's going to talk about the thing that happens in yeah, it. So, so they, the one that, where or, blank. Yeah. Right. And there's been a few that have done that kind of model as well. Uh, yeah. Um, off the top of my head, didn't How Much Your Mother do something similar? Uh, kind of. I can't remember anything. Um, I know Scrubs did. Scrubs did. Scrubs did. Every it, single episode it, was my blank. Yeah, or her So it was blank. like, pilot was my pilot, or my first day. Yeah. And then it was, yeah, and then when it was a Dr. Cox episode, it was his, or when it was like a Elliot Ellie episode. Hers. Yeah, it was hers. Yeah. So Good Dinosaur did 33, or 332 million. Yeah. Budget of 200. Yeah, I mean, look, it, a Pixar movie is going to be in the black just by virtue of being a Pixar movie. movie. And you don't, you heard nothing about it. No. I saw that one trailer, and then I went and saw it opening weekend. I, I honestly forgot about it. Yeah, and again, and Good Dinosaur is probably doing a lot more in, in like product now than it did in the movies. Like It's probably yeah, selling a lot of you know little plushies and shit. Like, yeah, and you got to think how how long of a shelf life all those movies have. With oh, all, decades. Because every kid's going to watch every Pixar movie. Decades. I mean, like Toy Story 1 is still getting shown to kids. Yeah, and if I had a kid right be. now, I'd be showing them all the Toy Stories right now. Oh yeah, I'd skip all the Cars because they just don't need to see that, and I don't well, want that in my life. Hey, if they want to watch it, I don't want Cars in my life in any form. All right, other than that one ride at Disneyland, that's pretty fun. Uh, didn't they just take over Autopia? No, 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 no. They took oh, they built a whole new Cars Land. Oh, well, I had no idea. Yeah, they built a whole new Cars Land, and so there's a whole section. There's like three different rides, but they have one. It's called a uh, something Racers. Yeah, whatever like the town is called um but it's actually pretty cool so you kind of like you sit in the you sit in one of the cars and you go around for a minute and it takes you through like the first like maybe 30 minutes of the film mm-hmm. you know they do those like storybook ones right yeah. and so it takes you maybe through like the first 30 minutes of the film and then you go into the shop and they like hook they like make it look like you're getting new tires and stuff mm-hmm. and then you in a car you in another car race oh that's cool yeah, and they actually, I mean, it probably goes like 40, about probably like 40 miles an hour. Wow. Yeah, but it's going around turns, it's going mm-hmm. up and down, and it's really cool to do it at night because they light up, oh, so it's, wow. it's because it kind of looks like you're in the middle of the Grand Canyon, and especially uh-huh. at night if you can see stars and stuff, because the first part, you just drive slowly through a canyon with like this real peaceful music, and you're like, man, this is like a night drive. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So yeah. like the ride itself is way better than the movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't know, but it's great. I'm not a huge Disneyland fan. I'm a huge Pixar fan. Fair enough. 
but huge in the 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 way that like Pixar movie came out this weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm seeing it. I'll yeah. see it right now. Oh, I know something about Disneyland hype that pissed me off recently. Oh, what's the Disneyland hype like right now? <sighs> well, so there's the Tower of Terror ride. Oh yeah, Guardians one of, of my favorite rides ever. Mm-hmm. We had season passes for a while back in the day. And then my buddy got us this three-day pass uh, when he was down here. And now it's just reskinned to look like Guardians? Yeah, they're just reskinning to look like Guardians. But we went during the time where they're like, this is the last month to ride Tower of Terror. Right. Before, we literally used to just walk on multiple times oh, yeah, in a row. Oh, yeah, because there's no line. No line. 90 minutes to an hour and 20. I mean, wow. to a, to uh, Two hours? 120 minutes, yeah. Jesus. Just to go on it once for the last month. I was well, like, yeah. So many people in line were like, I've never even been on this ride before. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I was freaking out. I'm like, how do you not, uh, like, just because it's leaving? Because like, I train. Yeah, exactly. Train. And that pissed me and off. And it's not even good. And it's not even good. I love that ride. You might. I love drop rides. I've, I've been on it before. It's, yeah, but it takes like a very specific audience to like that ride. I'm sure a bunch of people who went and like rode it were like, eh. Well, I mean, if you like feeling like your stomach's going to be thrown out of your throat. See, but I don't want that in a roller coaster. I don't want that in a stationary See, for spot. me, what's fun, this is one of the only rides where I feel weightless. Oh, yeah? Because it will literally throw me out of my seat. That's and cool. I'm just being held in by my seatbelt because uh-huh. I just let go. Right. And there's a part where it's going so fast that I'm up in my seat. The entire up and down of it, I'm out of my seat. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so like for that, like that gives me the most rush mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm out at like an amusement park. So I love that. And okay. so for so to have to wait 120 minutes to do it once when I used to be able to just do it over and over again really pissed me off. No, I absolutely I can see that. I can absolutely see that. And just hearing everyone in line like, oh yeah, I never like it. And then I know when Guardians of the Galaxy when that oh, one yeah, opens it's be next like a month. Ride. Yeah, it's going to be like for two months. You know, it's going to be ridiculous. But then it's going to die down again. Yeah, Hydra's I mean, going to crush. It'll probably keep a longer line because it's Guardians. Do but you, granted, I loved, I love like old Hollywood aesthetic. So yeah. that's why just everything and the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. everything about that ride was just perfect. Hey, to that's me. all fair. That's absolutely fair. And like that's because you're part of that audience, right? But like yeah. the audience was was, uh, it was like. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? It was falsely inflated. It was inflated to a degree that it, it didn't actually deserve, and all of a sudden its audience like blew up, and that's like the definition of like a bad hype. Well, train. I think that to me, I think the ride deserves it. But it well for be, you for like yeah. your audience, right? Like you're a very particular type of person who likes that type of ride. I'm a very particular person who likes big roller coasters, which is why Disneyland doesn't really turn me on all that much. I mean, I mainly when we had Disneyland, it was more for the aesthetic and you right. Know, the but like you're you're the audience part. member that that ride hits correctly. Yeah, and so you love that ride. And there are some people like and you, freaking people out on the haunted mansion. But there are not enough people like you to to justify having a two hour wait for that ride. Yeah, right. And like that's that's the hype train failing right there. Is the hype train yeah. got too big for something that doesn't really deserve that big of a hype train? And it's going to be the same way when Guardians has their ride for like three or four months it might even be longer than that because guardians is a huge product yeah and the same with like pirates probably got i mean it was always you pirates know, always has a line it was, always had a line but now that it's like the jack sparrow experience it's even worse which i don't like i don't I, one way or the other doesn't it felt, matter to it me it serves no purpose to doesn't me. matter to me at all i'm not a disney fan fair enough as well, as we, you know about the how they switched uh certain characters in that no what they switch 
So you know the scene where you see all the women chasing the guys? Oh, yeah, they like chased the, the originally ladies it was chasing the, men. the guys. Yeah, originally yeah. it was the men chasing the women. Yeah, they had to make it less sexually overt. Yeah, whatever. As as we wrap up really quickly. I know. As as we wrap up really quickly, uh let's do you have any hype trains that you're like a big fan of or any any last minute hype train you want to throw in here? Cuz I have one that I'm a real big fan of. Um I'm a big fantasy football guy. I don't know if you know. I won our league uh last year actually. It was Oh, I know. I Yeah, yeah, it was think I don't play in multiple leagues. It was the league where I dominated you all season. And every other person in our league. Oh yeah, I had the I do my team was so injury ridden. Yeah, I don't just like your real life NFL team. Uh, but my favorite hype. I'm train, just gonna go be sad. Just in general, and every time his name gets dropped in the media, I'm thinking, oh my god, it's happening again. The hype train is alive. Beast mode. No, oh. I mean, hey, beast mode is one of my favorite players of all time. He's a raider, and he's a raider. My team. Dude, I want him beautiful. to just I want him to just destroy everybody. Oh yeah, I want Taking I want a year off, just ready to come back. I play want 2000 yards rushing. I want 15 to 25 touchdowns. I might root for the Raiders to win the Super Bowl I'm drafting Marshawn Lynch in the first round of the NFL, oh, of, uh, we, the the fantasy <laughs> draft. Maybe, maybe the second round. I'm definitely drafting Marshawn Lynch and if someone else does, I'll if, trade him. If I'm late if I'm late first round and he's not gone, I'm going to take him. Uh, that's a dick move. Well then, <laughs> I'm not going to take a single 49er because they're all garbage. Uh, don't worry i won't either but i might take alex smith because he's a good player um anyway so but he's a chief yeah but he he former niner yeah the only good piece of that niner dynasty still playing today yeah uh anyway so my favorite hype train in ever everywhere just in general josh gordon (laughs) so josh gordon for those who don't know who he is a few years ago he had one season in the nfl where he Amazing. was electric. I mean, I think he played twelve games, and he had like fifteen hundred catch or fifteen hundred yards. Fifteen hundred catches. No, I mean, like, yeah, he broke the every one yard <laughs> was just a catch to him. No, I mean, Josh Gordon had, I and mean, he looked like the the second coming of Randy Moss with Calvin Johnson and Jerry Rice all mixed into one receiver. Yeah, he, he was had ridiculous. Like, he had so many touchdowns. He had so many yards through the air. He had so many catches. It could was, catch anything, no matter how covered he was. He was like six foot five. He ran like a four four. I mean, like he was just like the perfect NFL wide receiver. He was the second coming of all of the greats wrapped up into one amazing wide receiver. Immediately gets cut out of the league for smoking weed, and is happy and other stuff and other stuff. But like it just every year now it's just this this hype train of. Josh Gordon applies for reinstatement. Is he going to come back? Is he going to come back? No. Did you hear this recent one? So, I mean, this is going to go on for what? For for 20 years now, it feels like. But it's like three Three, seasons, I think. Three, four years. Yeah, it's like three or four years of him trying to get back in the league. And every time he's in the news, the fantasy football subreddit explodes. Yeah, it does. She's like, oh my God, Josh Gordon drafted first overall. He's going to win your league. Even when they probably would. Even when they were like, he's out for six games, still draft him in the second round. Yeah, draft him second round, first pick, second round. He's going to win you in every single championship. You could literally lose six games in a row. Once Josh Gordon comes in there, it's Yeah, Yeah. just get on the Josh Gordon train, baby. But it's it's been my favorite thing to follow because it's been three years of hype train. With nothing, no, it's, yeah, no release, no back in the, and that it just happened. He just got, uh, he applied for a statement again, and they just denied, denied it again. And then Why his you, agent left him, 
And like he was living with his agent, being floated by his agent. Agent left him. Like Josh Gordon is now desperate. Now he can reapply again in the fall. And people are already talking about like, yeah, but if they're reinstated in the fall, he can play in December, which means he can play for your championship team. So draft him in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's just I love Josh Gordon so much. Make sure you have trainer. IR spots. Yeah, put him uh, in there. Put him in there. Just wait. But draft him first overall. <laughs> first overall, baby. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad. Uh, I mean, with him. His, uh, yeah. his, his actual story. I mean, here, here's the thing, right? If if you can make millions of dollars uh, playing football, but he's not and, making mil- he's not right. making money right now, right? But if you could, if you had the like physical ability and like the interest of football teams for you to play football, yeah. and you can't keep whatever is going on in your life together, like at some point you have to take responsibility for that. Like, yeah. Josh Gordon cannot get his life together. He cannot play in the NFL when yeah. it's Go literally the Canadian Football League. It's literally like, hey, Josh Gordon, like, stay clean. Yeah. Go like work out and do nothing else like stop talking years. to johnny manzel yeah stop hanging out with johnny manzel just like live cleanly and work really hard and not even really hard like you're already halfway there like the nfl wants you to just stay yeah. clean for a little bit but it's like i mean yeah addiction's a hell of a thing like yeah he must weed must be the best thing ever to him well it's probably i bet there's a lot more we don't know about and oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure. it's just once he smokes everything else comes along with it yeah i mean it's it's who really knows what's going on there yeah all i'm saying is hype train be damned i love that man yeah i mean he's an amazing player and just why he should go up to the canadian football league make some money up there yeah weed's legal there isn't it i don't know but i'm sure they'll be like oh do all the coke you want play over here (laughs) (laughs) and just be the dominant cfl player he could be yeah uh hype train for me right now is a ufc fight coming up in july Okay. John Jones versus Daniel Cormier. Okay, why is the hype train so real for you? Oh, it's a long story. So, um, John Jones is considered the best, one of the best fighters ever. Okay. Pound for best uh, 205 fighter that's ever been. The 205 weight class. Okay. It's the light heavyweight weight class. He was, uh, he was champion. He was defending it. He wasn't losing. Just doing great. Great smack talker, mm-hmm. you know, had had character, could do press, you know, and all that stuff. Had a problem with drugs. Mm. So he beats Daniel Cormier in one of his last fights and beat him pretty handily. But then he gets uh, he gets suspended for getting into like a hit and run. And it turns out he was uh, he was all bendered out. And so they suspended. So the Josh Gordon story. <laughs> kind of. Pretty much. So he's bendered out. He's um, stripped of the title Uh because he can't defend it while you're suspended. Right. Daniel Cormier comes in in the meantime, wins the belt, and Cormier's been holding on to the belt ever since. So now he's coming back to try and take back his reign? Jones was about to come back, got popped again for boner pills. Gas station boner pills. Is what he was like... That's what someone juicing gave. With? No, he wasn't juicing with it. Someone gave it to him. It said it had something in it that set off the test. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Dude, watching that press conference, was he like leaves. He just can't even talk. He's like, I, 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 he just leaves. Wow. He's coming back in July, two weeks after his reinstatement, so he can start training again. Wow. The press con- They just had a summer kickoff press conference. Uh-huh. Daniel Cormier's smack talk has upped its game. Oh, brilliant. I will show you this press conference okay, when we're done. Do. 
John Jones, they're talking back and forth. John Jones goes, dude, I beat your ass so bad after a cocaine bender. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. So the hype train is, is real, real in is, the UFC is, community. John now, Jones is one of the, is probably the best 205 fighter ever. Now, here's the thing, right? Daniel Cormier is at the top of his game and is not losing the belt in every championship defendant. Okay. Now, now here's the thing. Like, in, in the sense of Josh Gordon has. The hype is now the joke with Josh Gordon. Is there a joke hype with this? No, or is no, this no, like no. legitimate. Like, this is legitimate. This is going to be the, the best fight. Now, okay, here's the it thing. It could be because Daniel Cormier is so much better. Here's John Jones can, is can, so good. Do you think the last like four or five heavily touted fights, like, yeah, totally a lot of flops with the hype no. trains. Mm. Like, hey, mm. Floyd and Pacquiao. Floyd Pacquiao, yes, but what everyone, everyone, everyone just happened. Everyone kind of knew that. Right, but what was Everyone. this last fight that just happened the other day? Uh, the a other couple day. weeks ago? It was a big UFC thing. It was a couple of lightweights, like some Mexican boxers. Might have been boxers. Oh, that was boxers. Yeah, okay. that was... What, you mean Sylvester Stallone doing the Takati commercials? Yeah. For it? Yeah, whatever. that was boxing. Yeah, and then um, did that flop, like it was over... I, I don't know. I don't watch boxing. Okay. I think what I'm saying is like, yeah. is, does do you think the hype is... Re- it, like, this is going to be the best the fight? Th- that's the thing. It has the potential. Okay, so you're it, just letting the hype train take you, take yeah, because, you, take you to hype cause, town. Because I mean, it's just you know, it was, uh, it's just. I mean, John Jones hasn't fought in like two years, right? Daniel Cormier has been defending the entire time. Mm-hmm. Who knows what happens? Okay, who knows? John Jones could get his, just get his head knocked off well, in like five seconds. This is the thing with the hype train. I mean, it could be, it could go the distance and be amazing. That's the thing with the hype train. You never know. But, I mean, there's a couple that I can think of, at least UFC-wise. Um, McGregor Diaz 2 mm-hmm. turned out to be a... Because McGregor, the first time he really got tapped out was right. was the first time he fought uh, Nate Diaz. Mm-hmm. Second time, they went the distance. It's a great fight. Right. Turned out to be a really great fight. Last real big hype... Excuse me. That I can remember. Ronda Rousey's return. Oh, yeah. I called it from the get-go. I knew Rousey was going to get her head knocked off. I knew she was going She hasn't been fighting for a while. And watching Amanda, Nun- Amanda Nunes, mm. the girl who's champ and who was champ going into that fight, right. is a monster. Yeah. Like Ronda Rousey better? Better. Right. Better than, I think, better than Rousey was. I've watched this girl fight three or four times now. Mm-hmm. Every time. I'm scared. Oh, yeah. She is ridiculous wow and she just went in there knocked rousey right on her face yeah just rousey what and i knew rousey wasn't going to be prepared i mean that last loss See, so you so saw through the hype train to the reality oh totally mm. i totally did it's and sobering. i think a lot of people did Damn. i think a lot of people did and i was kind of glad yeah you know i was like listen rousey you're not near where you are you can go away amanda nunez is is the new rousey beast yeah, she is ridiculous. So, yeah, Cormier, Jones. Well, listeners, uh, those are the two hype trains that you should follow. Keep track of Josh Gordon's reinstatement. When he does come pray back, for, Hall of pray Famer. for that man. He'll be the Hall of Famer receiver he always should have been. And this fight, this Cormier fight, who knows? And the, Might go the distance. I'm really, I'm really, I'm kind of sad about it. I'm calling it two rounds knockout. For who? Johnson or uh, Cormier or Jones? Who's coming back? Jones. Jones is coming back. Jones gets knocked out in the second. That's okay. my bet. It could happen. Very well yeah, could happen. Let's put money down right now. 
Yeah, I'm, I, it sucks though because it's uh, it's going to be in Anaheim. Are you still going to go? I was going to go originally. The Anaheim UFC was supposed to take place in like February, but then New oh, York yeah. legalized uh, UFC, so they moved it. So they pushed it back. Mm-hmm. I'm up in Washington while this is going Ooh. on down here. I was like, oh, I was like, I was, m- I, I was mad originally when I saw. It got moved to when I'm gone. I was like, oh, that sucks, whatever. And then when I saw the fight announced, I was like, I was ready to flip a table. Oh, yeah, I believe it. I mean, it's like, I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to have a great time. But Mm -hmm. it's just like, what is the coincidence? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, listeners, if there's a hype train that you're a big fan of or wanted us to talk about but didn't, please leave a comment. Let us know what hype train we missed. Or what are you guys really hyped for? Yeah, or like, tell us about your hype train. Like, is there a hype train that you know you shouldn't be on? Do you have a guilty pleasure hype train? Rick and Morty season three. Dude, that hype train is so real. They're drawing it. They're, They're drawing, drawing it. it. Uh, no, but seriously, if you have a hype train that we missed or that you're on, let us know. Or one that you think failed real bad or did real well. Yeah, like where did we'll the reality... Give, give us your uh, your views on past hype trains. Yeah, where did the reality like peek through the hype train and be like, hey, it's not going to be good. And you're like, oh, I see you, reality. I see you through the hype train. Uh, like I know. did with Nunez Rousey. Maybe tweet at us. Maybe leave us a comment on the Facebook. Maybe leave us a comment on iTunes where we are. We are. Leave yeah. us, Rate, yeah, review, leave. and subscribe on iTunes. It actually yeah. helps out, believe it or not, when you do that. Yeah, give us a little thumbs up on the iTunes. Hey, share this with your friends, please. We're also, if everyone who listens goes out and gets one other person to listen, we double We double our viewer, our listenership, not our viewership, but it would help immensely. Yeah. And then have them share it on your Facebook page. You know, comment on it. Like it. It actually boosts the page. It actually shows people that you're talking about Call something. to action. Call to action yeah. now over. Let's hey close guys. out this episode. Help us out. Um, you know what? I had a song in mind, and I'm going to go with the other one that we talked about during this episode. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, let's do it. Swimming pools. Swimming pools, baby. Drink. So enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you next week. And remember, you can agree or disagree with us, but that's just our opinion. Josh Gordon. Pull up. Frank, Frank. Headshot. Frank, Frank. Sit down. Frank, Frank. Stand up. Frank, Frank. Pass out. Frank, Frank. Wake up. Frank, Frank. Fade it. Frank, Frank, faded. Frank. Now I done grew around some people living their life in bottles. Granddaddy had the golden flash, backstroke every day in Chicago. Some people like the way it feels. Some people want to kill their sorrow. Some people want to fit in with the popular. That was my problem. I was in a dark room, loud tunes, looking to make a vow soon. That I'ma get fucked up, filling up my cup. I see the crowd mood changing by the minute. And the record don't repeat. Took a sip, then another sip. Then somebody said to me, Nigga, why you babysitting? Only two or three shots. I'ma show you how to turn it up a notch. First, you get a swimming pool full of liquor, then you dive in it. Pool full of liquor, then you dive in it. I wave a few bottles, then I watch them all fly. All the girls wanna play, they watch. I got a swimming pool full of liquor, and they dive in it. Pool full of liquor, I'ma dive in it. Headshot. Sit down. Stand up. Pass out. Wake up. Fade it. Fade it. Okay. Now open your mind up and listen to me, Kendrick. 
I'm in your conscience. If you do not hear me, then you will be history, Kendrick. I know that you're nauseous right now, and I'm hoping to lead you to victory, Kendrick. If I take another one down, I'ma drown in some poison, abuse my limit. I think that I'm feeling the vibe. I see the love in her eyes. I see the feeling of freedom is granted as soon as the damage of vodka arrives. This how you capitalize. This is parental advice. And apparently, I'm over-influenced by what you are doing. I thought I was doing the most that someone said to me. Nigga, why you babysitting? Only two or three shots. I'ma show you how to turn it up a notch. First you get a swimming pool full of liquor. Then you dive in it. Pool full of liquor. Then you dive in it. And I wave a few bottles. Then I watch them all fly All the girls wanna play, they watch I got a swimming pool full of liquor And they dive in it Pool full of liquor, I'ma dive in it Hold up, headshot Sit down, stand up Pass out, wake up Fade it, fade it Alright, you ride, bang One chopper Shots, bang, hop out, do you bang? Two chopper, two hundred shots, bang. All right, you right, bang. One chopper, one hundred shots, bang. Hop out, do you bang? Two chopper, two hundred shots, bang. Nigga, why you babysitting? Only two or three shots. I'ma show you how to turn it up a notch. First you get a swimming pool full of liquor, then you dive in it. Pool full of liquor, then you dive in it. I wave a few bottles, then I watch them all fly. All the girls wanna play, they watch. I got a swimming pool full of liquor, and they dive in it. Pool full of liquor, I'ma dive in it. Pool, drink headshot, drink Sit down, Drink. stand up, Drink. pass out, Drink. wake up, Drink. fade it, Drink. fade it. Drink.